0: This and i ain't trying to make a band i swear this right here free i really to say right now if like Good morning, good morning. Yeah. Good morning, do, yeah. Turn me up. Yeah. Uh, what if somebody from the shadow was ill? Got a deal on the hottest rap label around. But, but he wasn't yeah. talking about coke birds. It was more like spoken Except he's really putting it down. And he explained the story so about how blacks came from, from glory and what uh, we need to, to do in the game. Good to bad, night, right job. place, wrong time. It's in the blink of an eye, it's so life change. You can feel how. Phil, <laughs> you yeah. would know <laughs> Thank God you I ain't right. too cool yeah. for the sake Bill, yeah. I yeah. swear to God Drive a yeah. tube on a yeah. shoe I got a lawyer for yeah. the it case nice to, to keep us in my safe Safe, my dogs couldn't tell a I yeah. look like Tom Cruise on Vanilla Sky It the was televised Accident like Geico They thought I was good. burned up like Pepsi Did coat. I must got an angel Cause I'm I'm good. Good. I got damaged his ass Unbreakable What you thought they call me Mr. Glass Look back on my life Like it goes to Christmas past. Toys or I swear you just Christmas cash and, and I still won't I'm a grown ass kid. I should be locked up for stupid, and I did, but I'm a champion. So I turned, to hit a make music fire. My soul through the wire. You know, I that I'm on. I'm not going to I said, dog, you have been the boss man. You must Good morning, Pastor Marian Mola. Good morning, and good morning to all the TVs also. All the false TVs, good morning TVs. Unbeatable, undefeatable, unbreakable. That's what this song reminds me of. You sign your first biggest deal and then you get into a car crash and you can't rap the whole the whole sound that you had to get signed is changed imagine that imagine that imagine you're signed because you sound a certain way then you get to an accident that changes everything about you what do you do then right <laughs> What do you do then? Do you start to panic and say, man, I'm going to lose this deal now. Like, I don't sound the same. Are you going to panic? Because you may not be the same person anymore. Or are you going to make that accident become the best thing that ever happened to you? I think this song is so crazy, though. Yeah. I'm just going to have a plane in the back while i going to have a plane. I love, I love sacrifice and I love I everything. Just get right now. I love the, the concept behind I it, like the of everything. I everything. Good morning. Okay. Good morning, everyone. I'm with you again. It is 9.30. Our 9.30 call usually... Uh, I would expect that every point on the moms, and uh, hoping for that dessert. nobody decided Somebody that, cake, that cake, you know going right to start sleeping day. a bit longer now, Come on now Yeah I've switched my camera around So I'm hoping that the lighting is better from this side And you can see it from But good morning to you Good morning everyone How's your week been? What have you guys been up to? Yo, we're ready man Minister Riley, good morning to you How have you been? What's been happening? What's been happening with days? Right, I need to just not hear from you guys for a little bit. What have you guys been up to though? Got the first win of the morning from Banny. Banny says that he's at Aeon this morning, starting his internship. Productive week, sir. Ready for this week? yeah? Because Tanisha is gonna go in and study and, and do a PhD in um, probably in marketing or something like that. Last week was good. Next week's gonna be okay. This week you mean Pastor Faye, yeah, Dr. Uh, Sef is graduating, really? <laughs> uh, Pastor Toby says um, that Pastor Sephora has to do a doctorate, she's got to do a PhD, and I, I like that, I think that suits 100%. And then she's got to go do an internship in New York, like the home of uh, PR, I think New York is the home of PR, if I'm correct. If I'm wrong, please just correct me. Maybe she's gonna be like two weeks, four weeks out in New York, um, and see what they do with the art. Yeah, all the leading agencies are there. Productive last week, going harder this week. Okay, when you guys say productive, can we be a little bit more specific on what your productive was? Is that not too hard to ask this morning? Good morning, Angie. How are you? Bumi, good morning. How's the family? How's everybody? How's everybody? Yeah. So what I did for the PR team is, um, I asked PR and marketing, because I think PR and marketing are quite similar. PR and marketing are quite similar, so I told Pastor Sephora to work closely with Costa Tunisia, And it's so far it looks like quite a good tag team there, you know. So, you, remember you can't push anything on your own. Partnership is always better. And partnership will always see you through times where it looks like you're weak on something. So I said, okay, you know what Pastor said, why don't you uh, form like a little partnership with Pastor Misha and let's see how much more productive you are in, um, in your PR stuff. And they love it. Right now, I'm I'm hearing So many good reviews from both of them. Thank you. Good morning, Anais. So that's what I'm doing. I've, I've paired those two up, and I'm seeing amazing results with those two. But I want to start hearing from you guys. What else have you guys been up to? Started training the first set of students for Pulse Academy. So Pulse Academy Taekwondo, Pulse Academy Taekwondo just started last week, right? So you started training your first set of students. Pulse Academy Taekwondo. Consistency is everything, and I believe Pastor Evan has led a series on consistency for quite a long time. And I need you guys to know that there are certain things you pray for that is solved by consistency. Yeah? So there's certain things you pray for that's solved by consistency. And I want you guys to know that prayer is good and prayer is excellent and you must pray. But breathing consistency is better. So what happens if a pastor... um, if Pastor Faye continues to be consistent in Pulse Academy Taekwondo, is hopefully someday he gets a school and he starts to um, train athletes, Olympic athletes. I think Pastor Faye used to be one of those athletes, Olympic athletes, but it's very important that we understand the basics of things and uh, Pastor Toby has been leading us in a, in a leadership class. He's led us in a leadership class and that leadership class has been absolutely instrumental. Just hearing, like that's for some of the heads of families and uh, it's been absolutely instrumental listening to Pastor Toby coming from an angle of how to make your faith productive. Okay, how do I make my faith productive? Remember that the world is actually competing with us in the sense that they're out there making exploits real. Thank you. And I want you to start saying to yourself: From where do I start making the word real for other people? How do I start making the word real for other people? It's it's it's, it's exploit season time now. It's exploit season. Um, you can't you can't be out there saying things and you're not doing things. Okay. You can you can preach Psalm 23 all you want but what would be more beautiful if you display leadership if you display followership you can't, you can't preach Psalm 23 the Lord is my shepherd but you're not a good follower so you're not a sheep there so there's, there's, I think we're in a time of the world wants to see what we've been saying all along so the platform is there SPAC Nation is there um, the platform is evident to the world now the world knows who we are the world wants to know what we're up to, but better yet, translate to them, translate to them in the language that they understand, which is exploits, okay? So, I don't know about you guys, but I've really, really been diving deep into making sure everything is real, making my life real, making the world real to the world. Um, Please get me this paper here. And I just want to take you through a brief... A recap of so many things that we're just gonna talk this morning. How many people remember this? Do you remember this? That's, that's Pastor Kevin right there. <laughs> that's Pastor Kevin, so if you remember this. And that's Pastor Jake, right? And that's Pastor Sam. And of course Pastor Toby on the top right. Do you remember this? What is this though? Do you remember? Just let me know what it is. Of course it's the FT Financial Times, and, uh, yeah, you remember Financial Times, Financial Times, right? Okay. Now this was our first first travel into anything that we will call um, world media, world attention, world advertising. I think that was our first venture into that and it cost. There was a price behind that. So I'm not playing playing Kanye West through the wire because it's a banger. But I want to ask you this morning and ask you this week, how far are you willing to go I want to ask you this question. We're just going to chat this morning, right? I want to ask you, how far are you willing to go? Are you on it? Are you really on it? So when you start a conversation in media, how far are you willing to go in media, in that conversation with the media? This is our first travel into media. And if you look here, it says advertisement. Advertisement. Yeah. So our first evangelism outside of the church in a global level was through the financial times and it was a sacrifice, it was a payment, it was a price and Speaking to all the leaders out there and getting you ready for a new season I'm just asking you how far are you willing to go? Because when you start a conversation or something it's going to develop over time and I think after this, then we had what? What did we have after this media wise? And am just walking through those experts. I think we had the BBC after this, right? I think we had the BBC after this one. Correct me if I'm wrong and quickly just be putting through your messages because I just want to be, I want to be hearing from you guys this morning. Not that you just sit down and listen to me, but I want to be hearing from you guys. We had the BBC media coming to the church. And then it was like interview after interview. Remember the the famous documentary that's been out everywhere. And so conversation begins, right? Then I believe um, Pastor Kevin actually had Channel 5 or, or someone like this following him throughout his ordination. Do you remember Pastor Kevin's ordination? Do you remember Pastor Kevin's ordination? Do you remember how it was so well covered by the media? And the work that Spartan Nation was doing and, and is still doing was, is so well covered, right? And then things have escalated from there. And after good press comes bad press. And bad press is still good press, but it's disguised as bad press. Yeah, we also had in Enrique as well. A lot of pastors I think Pastor Enrique went on. On, on TV, I think it was the BBC as well. So I just remember a season where we were just always in the media. Someone was either on radio after the service, Pastor Toby would go on radio after the service, Pastor Toby would go on radio so many times and then someone else goes on radio, Pastor Sam goes on the radio, um, Pastor Enrique goes on radio or, um, or goes on BBC and it was continuous over a certain time. That we were just always in the face of the media and just pushing out and pushing out and pushing out and, and just recapping all the works we've done behind closed doors So I'm asking you again this morning and I want you to write this question down Are you on it? How far are you willing to go? How far are you willing to go? And the reason why Kanye West's song, "Through The Wire, sticks out to me Remember This man has built his whole life as a musician, he's a rapper, and rappers or musicians, your sign based on your flow, your character, your charisma, how you sound, your sound is probably one of the biggest things that contributes to the deal. Good morning, Pastor Elizabeth. That's fine, just catch up with me. That's okay. And and you can just imagine that he's built his so whole self to get this certain deal. He came from a very good family. His mom and dad wanted or his mom wanted him to be a doctor or something like that. And uh, he used to he was good a good guy in school. He doesn't he didn't used to sell drugs like most rappers come up saying that they used to sell drugs. And so he's come from a good background and so he's heavily reliant on his excellence, on on his flow, on his delivery and what he does. But Uh, a a crazy accident takes place and then you just sound absolutely different. So whatever the label expected you to sound like, you don't sound like that anymore. So I'm asking you, how, how far are you willing to go? It's like everything changes overnight and then you've got to understand how to use those things to your benefit. Now that is what we call mindset of builders, people who are leaders, the mindset of a leader that even through that situation, this guy keeps on putting out tracks just to get his label used to the way he sounds because he doesn't sound anymore like what he um, sounded like before, whatever got him that deal but then I want to move that over to the mindset of a leader and how you're living your life but let's just say media or anything that comes in to the picture starts to paint you in a certain way or in a certain light, or let's just say those who you're leading or situations around you start to make you look in a certain way. I just want to find out if there's anyone here who's on it and I'm asking them how far are you willing to go? Because you've got to now get yourself prepared for Anything along the journey. So there's gonna be so many points in your journey in trying to make it that things well when I say trying to make it becoming successful in whatever it is that you feel you've been led to work that makes things look very very difficult but can you keep to a mindset, can you keep to an ideology? Can you continue through that to just put something? Can you continue? So I'm looking at everybody that's around me and I'm just asking, when was your building time? When was your building time? 10 years of building. At least you need 10 years of building as a leader. Your CV has to have a decade given away to something so that you can present that to the world to say, hey, I qualify for the next stage of leadership. And so the first questions you've got to ask yourself is, how long have I spent doing what I'm doing now? And for me, the subject matter would be leadership. And it's just keeping a sound mind. Keeping a sound mind, a focused mind. Not being swayed by other things. Just keeping a focused mind. How do I... How do I react to noise when people are making noise over other things elsewhere? How do I react to those noises? I pay no attention to the noise. I remain, my mind remains focused where I am, trying to develop and and grow my ideology. I'm just trying to focus on an ideology. And at the meantime, maybe it's not something that is global, but as long as I'm working on it, it eventually gets out. So the kingdom of God is like yeast, right? Like a little yeast. Find me that scripture, Pastor Sandra. The definition of the kingdom of God. Find me that that scripture. So I want to, I'm asking myself most of the time what is that one thing that I've focused on for long enough that will qualify me to the next level? Of leadership because there are things you're praying for that you're not supposed to pray for they are naturally things you walk into there are things you're praying for you're not supposed to pray for these things I'm telling you you were supposed to start a journey of building a journey of focus for a time Matthew thirteen thirty three. thank you let me let me go there real quick I just want to read that I'm not Pastor Toby, so I have to have the scripture to just hinge myself on. But also, Pastor Toby tells us to do the same. He says, He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Listen to me. The kingdom is a mindset, it's an ideology. It's a thought pattern, and you can't know the kingdom unless you study Jesus. So, I've told you guys many times to go through the New Testament Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Study the New Testament. Jesus is not preaching religion, he's preaching kingdom. Kingdom is a takeover mind, it is not a mind that remains in the church, in church groups, and in church cultures. It's a global mind, it is a takeover mindset. And that's the reason why in order to have the kingdom message effective, Jesus could not have a building to preach in because he's got to have his, his subjects, his disciples, he's got to have those he's testing the message on, he's got to have them exposed to the world. They've got to be exposed to everything in the world. So it says that the kingdom is like a yeast. I'm asking, what is that one thing you just held on to? You're holding on to this one thing, and it's that one thing that will slowly get you through everything. Okay, maybe I practicalize it a little bit more and make it a bit more simple. But if someone has been leading, has been has been a pastor for fourteen years, consistently giving the word, and remaining in the thoughts of kingdom, then there are things he doesn't even need to pray for. Things like global. Global impact. He doesn't need to pray for that because he's remained on a subject matter and he has adopted the mindset of kingdom long enough that the yeast has made its way through the dough. So I want to get your mind away from certain things now. It's like, okay, why do I have to sit down and pray, Lord, use me? There are certain prayers that, okay, yeah, we still pray them. They're not wrong prayers per se. But Lord use me as if to say, did you not know that you are called? And then you have to track back on certain things that you say. If then you believe that you're called, then you must know that you're sent out. Because if you're called, the only thing God calls you for is to send you out. So I'm listening to a young man who's rapping and saying all these kind of things. And I'm talking about Kanye West here. And I'm just saying, some people just believe that they're chosen. They just believe it, and there's no imam, there's no pastor that can tell them otherwise. And that is the mindset of kingdom. It's they believe that there's something in them that they need to work through the door. They need to, they need to influence the world with that thought or that or that mindset or whatever you want to call it. So I'm, I'm listening to someone like Mayweather, and he's saying there is no athlete like me. It doesn't matter how arrogant you guys may think this guy is. There's no um, athlete like me. I'm the best athlete. And these guys say this. And I'm not speaking arrogance. I'm saying someone who trains at midnight to 4 a.m. This is a man that that when he's training. I don't know if you've ever watched the Mayweather Mayweather, um, movies before his fight. And I was discussing this with one of you recently. Before the, the movies, before his fight, he's got his Rolls Royce, he's got his Lamborghinis, everybody's driving beside him while he's running. And I remember the time he was he was laughing because the Rolls Royce ran out of petrol while he was jogging. He's obsessed with a thought. He's been consistent with a thought maybe from the age of four, five, six, seven. But he's obsessed with getting a message amongst their people. He's obsessed. And that obsession is I'm the best at this thing, but I need to show these people this work that I'm doing. That's kingdom. Kingdom is a takeover thing. It's not a money thing. Money is part of kingdom agenda. Money comes because a kingdom needs to be funded. Money is not the reason why the kingdom works. No. Think about it. Every kingdom's agenda is not money first. Every kingdom's agenda is takeover. It's warfare. Is battle and I started seeing different men in different ways so the first message God has to preach to Abraham is Abraham leave your dad's house because there's something you have to do right then they say things like Abraham um, went to war with men raised in his house so this man is a general this man is a fighter but what's that one thing that he's been hearing all his life that's kept him hinged it's the message called kingdom it's Abraham, without you, this world won't be blessed. So, you've got to find that message called kingdom. I'm telling you, it's not, okay, it's not Christ died for my sins. Please, listen to me. The message called kingdom is not Christ died for my sins. It is the message that God gives you. Remember that PT was saying this. It's not the blood of Christ and all these kind of thing. It's the word of kingdom. Is what God gives you in order for God to get the world back. It's for God to get the world back. So God's part, mindset is, how do I get the world back? Put yourself in God's shoes. I know this is going to sound mad and crazy. Put yourself in God's shoes. In the concept of kingdom, if God's kingdom wants to take another kingdom... Then he's just thinking, take over. What would another kingdom be thinking? Is the word called take over. It's not the word called money. It's the word called take over. And so God begins to give message to different people in order for them to adopt the mindset of kingdom in different places for God to have his hand in different areas of man's life. Now I'm saying this to you so that you don't become religious and start thinking... That unless you're spraying mad reveille word, that God hasn't given you a message. No, be still and wait for God to give you a message. I believe that in the upper room. Okay, I believe that in the upper room, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit was the manifestation of the message. The spirit is actually the message. It's a message came into their heart that they were overburdened by, that they had to go and spread. (laughs) A message overwhelmed them. Imagine a message overwhelms you where Pastor Karima just wakes up and knows, Whoa, this is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to achieve. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm supposed to work. Then she becomes obsessed. She's no longer still because a message has been made known to her. It's God make known a message to me. That's kingdom. The king sends you on an errand based on a word. He says something and he says, go do this. Be careful with the kingdom messages around you in the world that you did not recognize as kingdom messages. They're actually messengers of the kingdom, but the world may mistranslate these people to be worldly people, but they're actually kingdom messengers. Why? Because God is still waiting for some people in the church to understand the message. And God is not a time waster. So God can pick anyone at a time in the word. It speaks about Cyrus. Cyrus was not a believer, but God used him. God gave him a message. It's kingdom mind though. How do I get that? How do I hear that small message? You don't need a whole business plan. I really want to reach out to some of you this morning. You don't need a whole business plan. What you need is a kingdom message. It's a, it's an instruction. Someone's instruction is just you're going to do this, and they hold on to that message so much, they make it reality in the way they live, in the way they act, and. They spread that one instruction. Uh, Do you know yet? The kingdom message for Joshua was be bold, be courageous. Be bold, be courageous. God gave him just a kingdom message called be bold and be courageous. This boy took an army and took over almost quarter of the world kingdoms subdued beneath him. He said Joshua had no rest in fighting. He's just fighting and fighting. And God still said, the word still tells us that Joshua didn't take all the kingdoms he was supposed to. He he grew tired, but Joshua was meant to take more kingdoms just from a word called be bold and be courageous. So listen guys, you're looking at hundreds of sound clouds right there and you're still looking for a message. How is that? The guys outside don't have all the messages you've got, but what the man of God will do is he's just giving words so that someone can catch a message. Remember, a seed is small, right? The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. So it's not even up to one hour of SoundCloud. It's just a sentence that Pastor Toby may have said within a message. And that sentence within the whole one hour message, you've not even heard the rest of the... 59 minutes, but that one minute That one minute gave you a message that Resolutely for the whole entire of your life. It gave you no rest Have you yet experienced the discomfort of the kingdom that when the message lands into your heart, it makes you uncomfortable It's the discomfort that tells you that I can't sit down. I can't waste time so what led a man down this path that's what i'm trying to say though what led a man down this path look at this this is just meant to be a normal average pastor this is just meant to be a guy who sets up a church in elephant and council and remains there maybe he grows the church to 200 people but that's what Spac nation is not really like meant to be like some global thing but what did that man here in kingdom that restlessly made him push the boundary. That's what you're looking for. That's what that's why you fast. Listen to me, guys. You don't fast to make yourself righteous. You don't fast to make yourself holy. You don't fast because you're such a terrible sinner. Now fasting is gonna cleanse your sin. You're looking for a kingdom message. It may not even be more than two sound clouds for some of you. But it's a kingdom message that once you embrace it, you're set on fire. It's a path of no rest. So Jesus said, the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. Why? He's he's always consumed by his work, what's in his heart. And maybe some of you are looking for what well, okay. I think, so I think I'm on that path now. You don't need to even think it once once you receive that message. So it's Once you receive that kingdom message, you're going to be restless. All you can do is obey the message. Listen, when kingdom message comes, you don't need to look for obedience. You will have obedience. Do you know why? Because kingdom is not written on tablets of stone. Kingdom is written on your heart. What God was trying to show them with Moses is that if I give you laws and instructions and I don't give you the message called kingdom, you will always fall short in becoming who you're supposed to be. But if I write it on your heart, meaning, can we just talk for a moment? If I say to you, I'm going to write something on your heart, what am I trying to say? I'm saying that you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything until everything you do. It's like it revolves around what I've written there. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? So imagine that a coder can code something. The way coders code things on computers. But imagine God then writes something on your heart. Tell me. Everything you do, will it not be based on that thing? Will your, how, how many days can you go without thinking that thing God has written in your heart? It's an obsession. That's kingdom. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's obsession. So you guys are looking for kingdom, but you've got to find kingdom inside you. You, you spend enough time in the word till you discover a word that God has left there. That's how you discover the kingdom of God. It's a word that God has left in your heart. Then a mad obsession kicks out on that word, on that thing. You can't do anything but that thing is there. That's why I said once you receive kingdom, no one needs to tell you to leave sin alone. No one needs to tell you to read the word. No one needs to tell you to do certain things because you're you're just obsessed naturally because kingdom can only be written on the heart. <coughs> Kingdom can't be written on tablet of stone. Kingdom is not an instruction. So when the man of God is preaching, what is he saying? He's throwing out so many words of the kingdom. So to some people, if your heart is not ready and available, what is a ready and available heart is a heart that is fashioned and ready to be planted with the word called kingdom word. If your heart is not in that state yet, all you're hearing is instructions and laws you're just hearing so much laws and policies these laws and policies sound great you can write them down in your notebook you can try and do them but they're not an obsession man they're not they're not an obsession And, and if it's not an obsession you're going to struggle in being listen, do you know when kingdom is written inside you, it's just you being you. God writes it on your heart. So it's not like you're trying to be. You're just being yourself, and in being yourself, you're flowing, you're just being. And you're just so someone sees a man operating in the storm, but it's because kingdom has been written inside him. And he's finding that storm because that storm belongs to him it's his storm so those who leave you in the place of the storm if you've heard the message called kingdom those guys just think not believe that message that you received. don't fight them don't hate them maybe they'll find another message for themselves but I'm telling you that until you hear you gotta hear that message I don't know what that message is for some of you guys, you will be keen enough to know that there's enough word out there, there's enough words spoken by the heads of families spoken by a Pastor Toby out there, that you can sink into and hear something. Man, now I understand how people change the world, it's an obsession. There's just an obsession of something inside them, they can't let go, they can't let go. And he says, Lord, I can't let go, you can't let go, Lord, because you're seeing Jesus physically, but there's something imprinted in your heart that you're just obsessed about. So I said to Pastor Zephora, um, you will excel in PR once you become obsessed by it, until God writes. What PR should be in your heart. You're not going to be able to last the distance. You can't go all the way. Because a storm will come only for those who know how to ride the waves that God has written in their heart for that world. And you will know how to scale that wave. You're gonna give up. You're gonna decide to be something else. Hear the word. The kingdom message is all you need to embrace. What is the kingdom message? Search for it desperately. It's a treasure. It's a treasure. It's that thing that once you hear it, you just keep on going. You just need to get that one message, that kingdom message. Once you hear it, you just keep on going. So Jesus went up and down preaching about the kingdom. Um, John the Baptist went up and down preaching about the kingdom because they're just trying to find as many kingdom ambassadors, as many kingdom citizens as possible. You're just speaking that word. So I took something out of Pastor Toby's leadership club and he said, businesses should be a movement. Are you hearing me? Excuse me. Businesses should be a movement. A movement has a leader that leader has a word that's how movements work it's an agenda for every movement you know they're doing the black lives matter movement but it's based on something right so there's movements around but let's just speak about better movements to be involved in so if you're starting a business or you're starting a career You should treat your business and your career like a movement. How do I do that? Understand that it's not by... How do I put this now? The progression of that movement comes by how much spirit is behind it. Let me explain that. Sometimes it takes an occasion or something crazy to happen for people to get emotionally moved. So it's not the knowing of something that makes people move. It's the spirit of something that makes people move. It's it's some people will say the emotion of something, but it's the spirit of something that makes people move. People have always known that police brutality exists. People have always known those things. People have always known there's racism in football. People have always known there's racism in the workplace have always known these things but what kicks off a whole like riot what kicks it off people know so I, i'm sorry I, there's no one that's gonna try to tell me that oh no we didn't know we're just wilding out now because we, we just found out that this madness is happening that's not true <coughs> this madness has been happening it's been happening yeah workplaces are just now so it's like now you're seeing adverts everywhere someone is doing an advert now they're making sure a black person is in the advert on my I've stopped going on LinkedIn I've stopped going on LinkedIn for the next few days because black people just everywhere and I'm just seeing videos of people hey I'm supporting black people But racism has always been around. So is it now that it's going to be solved or cured? No. No. This is just this is just emotion. But just to show you that it's spirit, it's emotion, it's that's the only way to have movement happen. That's the only way. And that's the reason why if you're focusing on your career and you think you can do career and stuff like that just by being smart, wise, certain degrees, certain... doing all those things, then you're fool to know that the Holy Spirit plays a massive part in establishing certain things. I fail to believe that there is anything that happens in this world without the knowledge of God. I fail to believe I fail to understand and believe, I will not subscribe to the thoughts that God is surprised by certain things that take place. I don't think He's surprised, although they happen, or maybe He may not want certain things to happen. I don't think He's surprised. I think we have to understand that there are certain agenda that if we're going to drive something, there's got to be like a spirit behind it. How do I create that spirit? You need a word, You need an agenda, You need a message. So you've already had what should drive you. Don't wait for someone to step on someone's neck for nine minutes for you to now start getting all hot and bothered. When someone already died though. So I'm just trying to show you what stirs people. Someone's already died on a cross somewhere, sometime, years, thousands of years ago. What did that do? What did that do? Does, did that not also make his followers feel the same way? I'm not saying death is the key, but I'm just saying understand how movements and these kind of things start. It's usually when people feel, okay, I, I don't feel like this thing was justified and then when something like death comes, it just makes it even worse. But you already have what you're holding on to for you to do your own thing. You don't need... Uh, I don't know the name of the guy anymore, but you don't need so and so and so to die by police brutality for you to get all hot and bothered and start getting things done. Uh, this song, what Christ has come to establish is not, is not that, oh, I've died for your sins. Yeah, that's part of it. But if you believe... If you believe in this man called Christ and you embody everything about his life, just the knowing that he died for what he believed in is enough for you to push yourself out there fully. I know it's going to be difficult for you to get into this thought pattern that I'm thinking now, but I want you to take your time and really sink into someone called Jesus. That's what I want you guys to do. I want you to think sink into the thought pattern of Jesus, just Jesus Christ. I want you to sink into that thought pattern and understand that revolutionary, understand that revivalist, understand that man. We were speaking in the car, myself, Pastor Sam, Pastor Danny, Pastor Toby, we were speaking in the car, and Pastor Toby was saying some things about Jesus that I just thought, so it's, it's that we don't really take time to understand what he's, what Jesus was saying and the kind of movement that Jesus led, the kind of ministry that Jesus led it's very very sacrifice based it's sacrifice based so if you can't sacrifice you can't follow him but it is, he's preaching hard messages but it's it's sacrifice-based, and it's only for certain people who are part of the kingdom. It's not for everybody. Remove the mindset of thinking that you're trying to reach out to everybody. You need to find your set people, your set people that are given to you to build for a set time, and your set people who are given to you to, you to build for it, for it, till eternal life. That's what you're doing. So you're speaking kingdom until you're giving, your you get your set people, those who understand the word, the message that you are been given. But you have to discover the message first also. So my mind has been on all these things because I'm just trying to say to myself now, I want to build, Lord. I want to do what you're saying. And build something as we start the Paul's church and we get into the Paul's church and everything that the Apostle Told you said that the churches should be doing. But I need a word that is for set people. Because it's five churches. So five churches is messages that God needs. It's still one message, of course, but there is different characters. To the expression of that message for set people in the world. For set people in the world. And once you understand that, you flow easier in God's word because you know who your people are and you're able to achieve more because you're just pushing and moving. You know who your guys are. So applying that to your careers, applying that to your businesses, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, it's the same work. I'm sitting down here and I spoke to a guy and he said, Hey, P.O., you're going to have to join this social group in order for you to find out more about what you're doing. These guys are the gatekeepers of the industry that you're working in, meaning the blockchain, securities and all that kind of stuff. And I thought about it, and I said to PT, "Hey, they want me to join this group. They want me to join the society. It looks a bit weird." PT said, "Hey, would you rather join the Christian Alliance? Because they don't have, <laughs> they don't have the thing you're looking for." But I, I, I I'm starting to see how families of old really establish certain things. It's just that one focus. There's a message they've heard. I'm. I'm very confident that there's something these families, these guys have heard and that thing can't leave their mind and their heart and they're building according to that thing. Despite anything, it's sacrifice to build, it's sacrifice for war, it's sacrifice for everything. They're pushing towards one agenda and that's how their families grow and build. So I hope you're just taking some points that I'm putting down. This, um, I want to talk briefly about families. Speaking briefly about families and understanding that family is not just, hey, your mom and dad from your biological parents. Family is not just your biological parents. It is when have you seen a mindset, the ideology that appeals to you that is in your heart listening to the things that Tony has been saying over the days and over over the weeks and over the years and understanding that this is a family. So what is the work of this family? To get the church into the world. How do I get the church into the world? I have to be able to establish an altar somewhere that they won't tear it down. That it can't be torn down. It still speaks the message of Christ But it's got to be, I've got to be able to get in there and establish that altar. I have to be able to establish that work there in the midst of the world. So this nation, (coughs) the United Kingdom was built by, let's just say it was built by certain families. But these guys were once believers. (coughs) Forget that the world now has strength, but these guys were once believers. But the, the mystery of the kingdom is the more you understand it, you look more set apart, so for those who don't understand kingdom, certain people look like freemasons and they look like weird people, but they're just doing what God has called as family work it's kingdom work look at this thing that PT said and I I really took this stuff down here and he said here I just want to read out some of this stuff he said, sacrifice must be intentional. And when I looked at this thing called sacrifice must be intentional, and I'm just, I'm just going to line that up with family. And I'm, forgive me, for me, I'm just kind of talking my mind. Like I said, I just want to talk this morning and talk my mind and say a lot of the things I've been thinking of. Sometimes I feel like we don't intentionally sacrifice. We want it to be something God tells us to do. We want, we want to sacrifice what? We, we want to hear from God if that makes sense. But then that would mean that sacrifice is not intentional. So how do I make sacrifice intentional it is I don't wait for my sacrifice to be speaking. I don't wait for my sacrifice to not make sense for me to say, okay, yeah, this must be God speaking to me. You can deliberately sacrifice. You can deliberately you can actually mark out the day you want to sacrifice also. If you start thinking that way, you can get further because the threshold of pain, you cut down because you're always putting yourself to something. <clears throat> and I'm not saying threshold of pain as in dying or anything like that. What I'm talking about is pushing yourself past a certain limit. For some of you guys, communication-wise, You need to get stronger, you need to get better. But it's sacrifice that will get you there, sitting down with certain people that you know are difficult. Some people taught me to love better. I learned how to love better because I, I started to sacrifice more for certain people intentionally. Intentionally, I actually started to sit down and say, right, I know this person is wrong. And I know I should really come down hard on this person, but I choose not to. And those little things there, countless times doing things like that, it just pushes you to a new level of behavior. Okay, it it starts to change how you lead, it starts to change how you raise family, it starts to change, because you're actually intentionally sacrificing all the time. So I I would urge some of you guys to do that sometimes. You might be at work or you might be with a colleague or something and you know there's actually someone, you know that there's someone who is a bit difficult all the time or maybe it's someone close to you. And the justifiable thing to do would be to lash out on that person but I would ask you to try to do what Pastor Toby has instructed us in terms of sacrifice and that's the way I translated it is Choose to give mercy when you think mercy shouldn't be given. Try it. Try and give mercy when you think mercy shouldn't be given. And if you practice that enough times, look back and see your attitude towards certain things. Some types of problems will come to you that you wouldn't even call problems anymore. People will bring things to you and you're just like, oh yeah, don't worry, it's fine. But how do you become like that? It's by giving mercy in situations that demanded a judgment. Instead, you gave mercy. Do you know you have the power to make that kind of decision? Do you know you have the power to make that kind of decision? Like You can can actually give mercy where you actually know judgment was meant to be given there. You're allowed to do that. Can I read something else again that I've taken down here? I'm just going to go through these notes with you guys. Can I read something else now? Pastor Toby was saying, leadership is not about ability, it's about mentality. So when Pastor Toby said, leadership is not about ability, it's about mentality. What did I take out of that? I realized that most of the time, especially in this space of family, situations can come that can be a bit fearful but do you know that people don't read into um how do i put it people read more into your reaction to certain things so if you act like "Whoa, no this is mad then everybody starts going mad about it so sometimes um, pastor emma's like oh man you're so heartless i don't want my dad to die when with you around you know she says things like that because some one of the young days a daughter for me really and I do love her is that her dad passed away and what do you want me to do start crying I'm not gonna cry because I'm like okay yeah these things happen people die and people are born I know it sounds bad yeah but as a leader in that situation I cannot lie on the ground and start rolling around and crying with the person I can't do that because if I do that then Charlie walks into the room and sees me crying then Charlie starts crying then Nana walks into the room and sees Charlie crying then Nana starts crying and then it's just going to be the whole house is rolling around and crying that's just what's going to happen in the end everybody's just going to be like oh God has forsaken us (laughs) but I can't do that so it's a mentality thing so for that situation and for that time, I'm just like stone cold face. And I'm just like, yeah, don't worry, you'll we'll be fine. Today. And I'm giving her words just to let her know. Mm. <laughs> I'm giving her words just to let her know, hey, do you know that what comes after this? Are you ready for what comes after this? Just building the person up because it's about mentality so that she can see that. <laughs> I'm seeing your message person. So that she too sees that and then she starts to say, okay, that's leadership. That's father and that's leadership. Do I tell her to stop crying? No. For that moment in time, your dad has passed away. You must to cry. It is normal. You've lost someone dear to you. So I'm not going to grab and say, hey, stop. No, no. no. It's you. This is not Cry your heart out and let everything out. But I can't join you then. I can't join you because if I join you there then the whole house a whole pandemonium starts you can't look afraid even if you are on the streets you can't look afraid when you're supposed to be afraid right you can't because everybody around you then starts to panic so leadership is a mentality thing I can't tell you guys so many times sometimes you guys bring some things to me and I'm like what but in my head I'm like yeah and i just like yeah okay so we're doing this and then what helps the person is I know is gonna get it, I know he's gonna know what to do. Yeah, eventually that's what happens, <laughs> but there and then in the moment, the, the school of leadership is not is like not gonna say to you, oh, start crying out and just say, hey, hey, this is mad, sir, please deal with this from your own. Imagine I did that to someone. Imagine someone came needing help and because of the mentality of leadership that I didn't have, I just say, oh, you know what, this is too much. Take your problem and go deal with it outside. It's not going to be worth it. Right? Look at this other thing that I wrote down here. Purpose is more powerful than position. And this is where I really sat down with over the course of the last few days when Pastor Toby said this. He said, purpose is more powerful than position. Purpose delivers people into money. Purpose is more powerful than position. I sincerely believe that there are people who are um, keeping certain positions warm for some of you guys, and that's because you guys have purpose. They may have the position out there, but you guys have purpose. But I believe that there's certain people out there they occupy positions that are not for them. And if they're occupying okay, positions that are not for them, it's because God wants you to hear the purpose which He's given you. That's that kingdom message, though. So, how do I take my position? Is by understanding the purpose, understanding the kingdom message, understanding the kingdom message given to me. Then those people who are sitting in those spaces can make way for me. So. Don't think that there are people sitting in certain positions that cannot be removed. Because, you know, sometimes you see a person occupying a space and you think it's forever. No. There are people that occupy space, but you see, that space they're occupying is because you've not come to the realization of what you're supposed to be doing. You've not yet fully come to the understanding of what you should be doing. So someone just has to sit there. They themselves don't even know that they're, they're just bench warming. But you have to walk into a certain space. And you've got to enter into that purpose. You've got to enter into a certain purpose for you to then be able to occupy that, that seat. So they're just warming for you. Now, I've been thinking on those things throughout the week, and that's just where I wanted to stop this morning. But just to just with you guys this morning on okay, are we getting ourselves ready for what should be impactful, though? An impactful life, an impactful future, so that you don't get tired of certain things, so you don't get tired of church. Generation before us got tired of church, church promised them so many things. Pastors promise them so many things. No, don't live a life where you're waiting for your pastor to promise you anything. Don't live a life where you're waiting for church to promise you anything. No, the promises of God are in his word. They're all in his word. So you get into the word. You get into a word and you study the word and you hear the message of kingdom God has given you. That is your treasure. That thing will lead you into every promise that you're looking for. Don't let it be said from another man's mouth. Make sure that it is the word that you've heard. So I want you to start studying the word. Get into study. I know SoundCloud is good. I'm not omitting SoundCloud. But in this time right now, I want you to get into the studying of the word before we start the Paul's Church. Or before the other the the five churches start get into the study of the word and where do I want you to study like I said last time I need you to study Matthew Mark Luke and John the New Testament beyond but I want you to start from that Matthew Mark Luke and John remember when you first joined Spartan nation it was like you have to read Matthew Mark Luke and John just so you have an understanding of the Gospels right so I need you to go back in there and really sit on that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and understand kingdom so that religion won't grab you, so that religion will sway you. Pastor Sam said something to me um, yesterday and we were agreeing that we have to unlearn all the religion that we, that we took with the word PT gave. That some, There was still some religion that our parents taught us, that the previous churches taught us. For those of you who went to church before... Uh, a church like Spat Nation. There are certain religion religious mindset that mixed with the word now start to remove them. Take your time, remove them and then just hear kingdom. Just hear kingdom. I need you to just hear kingdom. If you hear kingdom, oh you'd be so excited to live the word. If you hear kingdom, you'll be so excited to just be you'll be so happy to be called. You just say, Thank God you've called me. You won't feel the bondage of religion on you because kingdom is is Go. Um, What did he say to Adam? Multiply. Um, Have dominion. That's kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom message is, is amazing. It's like once you mature, you live the best life. You're out there dominating, conquering, winning. That is kingdom. Religion life will make you sit down and be fearful. But read the Gospels and look at this man called Jesus. He's just 30 years old and he's preaching the word and he's... He's preaching kingdom and he's, he's really entering into the hearts of the right people. Look at this. this. This guy till now, 2,000 years later, his word's still here. I need you to get into kingdom work now. I need you to get into these gospels now and start studying. I want you to start studying basically. So uh, what, is my, what is my homework after all this? Study the word. Start studying the word before we start the churches my instruction to you: Start studying the word. Be studious in the word. I know you've been reading your side books and your your Bill Gates books and stuff. It's now study the word. Read that those words. You see, if you have a Bible like mine, and your Bible has the red writings of Jesus as well, please understand that those are very important. So that you just you can you can even start by just reading those. You can even start by just reading those. But I want you now to start getting into the word. So. I think there's a barrier that 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 the knowing oh man, how do I put this? The knowing of kingdom. The knowing of kingdom breaks, shatters barrier in your life. Do you know that you can become a millionaire tomorrow just because of what you know about God's kingdom? So God goes, ah, he's clocked what I need people to know before we can give certain allocation. Do you know why? It's a kingdom, it's built for warfare, it's built to take over. So God don't want to send someone forward who doesn't understand because he will lose them. So God is like, okay, when this person matures and knows this about kingdom, send them forth. So I want you to study now. It's study time. Get into the knowing of kingdom, get into the word, get into the knowing of kingdom. Yeah, please, get into the knowing of kingdom so that you can qualify, you can be qualified for a certain level of works. certain level of exploits are only open to those who understand. Remember, it's so important that you take this away before I, I close this morning. That when Jesus left, what did he do? He said that he breathed on them and they understood the scriptures. Wow. Why did you have to do that, Jesus? Hmm? Why did you have to do that? Sandra, find it for me. Then he breathed on them and they understood the scriptures. So you got to understand... Yeah, okay. Yeah, find that for me, Sandra. So understand that. Got to, there's a part of... You've got to understand the kingdom message, please. Where Tobias started with kingdom message, you can start listening from there. Manifest is my, is my favorite series right now. Manifest especially uh, Manifest 3. I believe it's Manifest 3. Manifest 3, my favorite scriptures right now. I mean, my favorite sound cards right now. So, John 28, verse well, twenty two. thank you. So, I need you guys to really, really grab this concept now. Yeah? Study. So, let me read that verse 22, and then I'll let you guys go. It says here, this is after Jesus died and he's resurrected. He says, again, Jesus says, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me. I am sending you. Are you seeing kingdom? Are you seeing kingdom? Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Can you read that again? Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me. As the Father has sent me. But you can't understand that if you don't read Matthew, read John, you can't understand as the Father has sent me. How did the Father send you? Do you you understand? So I need you to get into the Word. 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 So that you can understand little, little, little phrases like, as the Father has sent me, then you will understand how you've been sent. As the Father sent me, I am sending you. So in the same manner, in the same culture, in the same expectation that my Father sent me, I'm sending you. Then he goes on to say, and with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If, if you forgive anyone's sins, their sins will be forgiven. If you, if you do not forgive them, they will not be forgiven. Yeah, There's one that says then they understood the scriptures, though. They understood what he said to them. Uh, okay, you're going to need to find that. But if you don't find it now, it's fine. I can put it into the group chat. I can put it to the group chat after. So, it is the understanding of that message. you got to get that message. Kingdom message. I want everybody now to receive that message that that is called kingdom. It's just It says it's like a mustard seed. It says it's like yeast. So, I need you to know it's not some big deal. It's not some... Sometimes you think, Ah, oh, when God comes and speaks to me, it's going to be mad and da 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 It's like... Kingdom message, you can miss it if you're not attentive. When God was speaking kingdom to you and imprinting into your heart the things that will make you bold and take over, you, just, you can just ignore it and be like, oh, it's just me talking to myself. <laughs> do, you know, do you know that when God is inscribing kingdom into your heart, sometimes you, you can just hear it and just be like, uh, I'm, just, I'm just overthinking things. But is God writing on your heart. Is kingdom. If you hear that thing, oh man. Listen, Solomon's word on kingdom was, Lord, give me wisdom to lead these people how to, how to in and out of the city, to lead these sheep. Give me wisdom to lead your people. That is the message that Solomon wants. Solomon says, I need wisdom to lead your people. Everything around Solomon's life is history. But you see that thing, his whole life is hinged on that word. And you can see it. You can see that God gave this man wealth and wisdom because he's just obsessed about souls. He's obsessed about souls. He wants to help people. He wants to make sure his people are fine. They're not suffering. So who will be the wealthiest and the richest amongst you? The ones of you who care about people. The ones of you who care about souls and want people to be fine and do well and don't like to see people suffering and constantly want to teach people teaching. So Solomon is obsessed with that. So guess what? God is going to give this guy the the resources for that thing because that's the message. That's the kingdom message that God has given him. Are you with me this morning? That's the kingdom message that God has given him this morning. I feel like you guys are very quiet this morning. Maybe I shouldn't have left you for like one week. Maybe for one week, have you even guys been in the Word, anything, praying? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, but I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there this morning. Hear the kingdom. Just just receive that Word, to receive the message of the kingdom. Once you receive this, yes, sir, hearing you, sir. I, I believe you are, Pastor Stephen. It's just a message of kingdom. It's, it's very small. It's, it's not big. It's not a it's not a mad revolet. But when it comes into your heart, if you spend enough time on it, this thing starts to grow and grow. Ah man, how do I explain this thing to these guys? Do you know yet? Mayweather, all these kind of people, all these big, big guys you guys see, do you know their obsession on themselves and on a certain thing, it wasn't that big in the beginning. Luke 24, 45. okay, thank you. It wasn't that big in the beginning. But they kept on dwelling on it. They dwelling on it. And it's growing and it's growing and they're getting more confident and it's growing to the point where it's worked its way through all their life and that's it, you can't stop that person you can't stop that person but then if you rewind in life and meet these people at 15, 14, 13 it's not the same person now although there's traces of the message inside them yeah yeah thank you pastor on he then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures he told them this is what is written of me uh uh-huh. this is what is written the messiah will suffer so man i'm gonna i'm gonna stay on this kingdom and this the message thing i'm gonna stay on this this week because i need you guys to get it i need you guys to get this thing i need you guys to get this thing It's not saying any mad revelé, it just says, Stephen, go and give my word to every musician and artist in the UK or in the world or whatever. Go and preach this type, go and rap this type of of song, this type of lyrics. And the more he dwells on it, the more it grows in his heart that he's just adamant that this is what people want to hear. And then that adamant makes him like a monster of some sort. People just thinking, why is this guy adamant? You know, Pastor tobi has been talking revival for a long time. For a long time, please. The revival message didn't start when BBC started. He's been speaking revival. He's been speaking kingdom message for long. Go check every tape. So what happened over the time is the message just works its way. There's a way the message behaves. You can't stop the message. There's a way it behaves. It's like, it's a spirit. That's what I was trying to say. It, ah. You know you can't hold oil. You put oil in your hand, you can't grab it. You The more you press, the more it works its way around your hand. So it's impossible to do movement without spirit. Spirit needs to be there. Spirit needs to be there. So... It's a, a man is given a message, and it's, it's, it may, you may think that he's not saying anything, but over time, it works his way around. It's, that's the kingdom message, you know. In 10, 15 years' time, you know who really heard kingdom message. You know. It's not going to be like, oh, it's not going to be like a trick. You will know. You will know who heard kingdom message is it is it for is it today you know no no over time you will know who heard kingdom message It enters your heart and it's just a small thought at first then you when you when you ponder on it, it starts to grow when you ponder on it it starts to almost become like it can't leave your mind then the more you ponder on it, it becomes an obsession then the more you ponder on it it's real to you it's real to you. The more you ponder on it and you speak it and you speak it and you speak it, then you start to convince other people. You start to convince others like you're speaking this thing and this is a message. So, it's not. I don't think I can say that thing to you guys. Though Alice is here, Alice. You know how I got this blockchain thing, right? How do I get someone who's, who's half a million um, sent over to me? It's it's a it's something was said to me that it's just small at the time I'm just i blockchain. it's just like a small thing but the more I'm pondering and reading on this thing it's like a gospel now I can't explain this thing like that it becomes like a gospel it's like nothing else is real in my life but that thing is real that's a message there and it's God's message okay until to Someone hears God's message. You're gonna be looking for God's message in Genesis, but it's Genesis that, that qualifies you to hear what He's been saying to you. You know what the kingdom message was for Moses? Is God has been trying to get the guy's attention? He's just put something, is a burning bush, it's something you know. Burning bush for me, Burning Bush is just like an attention seeker, for me, let me just remove the fact that it's the bush actually burning. Let's just think in this way. It's just a small part of his mind that is like, you know you're dead deliverer. You're still here with this shit, but you know you're dead deliverer. And it's a thought he don't want to entertain. His it's a thought that he doesn't want to entertain. He don't want to entertain it. It's at the corner of his heart. That burning bush it's at the corner of his heart, he don't want to entertain it. But over time, he says, Okay, cool, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. Do you get what I'm saying? Over time, he says, Alright, cool. Let me let me entertain the thoughts of this bush. And the moment his mind goes to that thing, then he starts to hear, you're meant to be dead the deliverer, you're meant to get them out of Egypt, you're meant to do this, you're meant to start a nation. You're meant... And then the thing gets so big that he's convinced, okay, cool, I'm gonna go. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go do it. But because he doesn't want his mind to focus on it, he's trying to ignore it. <laughs> he's trying to ignore his mind on that thing. Oh, man. So, it's it's not a... It's, I'm telling you, it's not a mad revelay. There's something in your life that you know if you... If you focus on that thing anymore, it's going to become an obsession. And you've been afraid because you don't know is this religious or is this not Christian? No. You don't know Should I, what, what do I do? Should I just focus in, in 1 Kings? No, that, 1 Kings has been leading you to look at that thing, but you don't want to take a look at it. But if you do, it's the message, it's the thing that he's been trying to write in your heart. And then every other word you hear spurs the burning and the fire on that thing. And then you become obsessed to the point where you start to deliver a message. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come on tomorrow morning again and I'm going to talk about this and break it down a bit more simply and then go through the, the leadership class from Pastor Toby. Um, but I just want to make sure that I get that thing across so that going forward in your lives, you're not looking for something that is already in your heart. you're just trying to you're just trying to turn your attention to it yeah so you're not out there searching like dah, 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 dah. It's, it's in your heart you just gotta turn your attention to it kind of thing okay okay, so that's p o for this morning uh our nine thirty call. And remember, it's well. I think we're now giving week now. Pastor Toby says it's money week, it's kingdom week, it's money week, it's kingdom week, and I believe that so. So I believe that fully, sincerely. I believe that. Um, so we're getting ourselves ready for our sowing and all this kind of thing. And I don't need to um, tell you guys how important that is for you, right? In the space of sacrifice. Thank you, Deborah. Happy belated birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Deborah. Um, I want. I wonder how you spent it though because it's still lockdown in a way unless you had people there with you. Thank you, thank you, Kisho Grappler. Where have you been at? Actually you're here, you, you speak to me more than Sephora these days. I'm joking. <coughs> thank you, thank you, Pastor Tanisha, thank you, Pastor Shantay, Shantay, just believe. For you, you just gotta you just gotta believe you're that girl. You're that girl, it's you. You gotta just see that. And don't be afraid to know it. Just spend time on it. Just know you're that girl. You're, it's you You gotta, you make it happen. you got to now focus and get things done. Thank you, Pastor Kalima. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, James Musa. Listen, guys, just... It's kingdom, sir, but you're airing me. That's not true. We FaceTimed, uh just a day ago, or two days ago. That's never true. Yeah, so I just need that thoughts guys uh, thank you pastor sandra so pastor sandra you're going for your phd starts when though or oh, it's already started grace learned a lot thank you um angie you just gotta think sometimes yeah i know i'm just po here i'm just po just sitting here in my corner but when i wake up in my mind i just say i'm the guy i'm that guy if i don't move today many lives are going to be affected and I'm, I'm i'm just putting those thoughts in my mind and And for me that's my message. You're you're a leader and you've got to make it known to many people how to, you know, how (laughs) go away, Kishi. How to discover what they should enter into. So that just that thought of me putting that on myself, I'm like, oh man, come on, push, push, get something done, focus on the word, read, study, etc. etc. Shante, you're that guy. (laughs) Yeah. I hate flies. Okay, shut that window. Man. I can't stand these things. Um, now I get, get the spray. Don't worry, Sam will edit this part of the recording. There. Don't bring it to me. Good. Sorry about that, guys. I'm back on, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. So I'm here, I'm here with everybody. I'm here. Okay, it's fine. I'm I'm fine now. He's dead. Okay. The guy is going for this creature, man. <laughs> it's okay, man. Jesus. Yeah, so I'm, I'm with the rest of the team here. Pastor Alex is here training the Pulse Academy guys. Um uh, John Lee, that's Pastor Kevin's little brother. He's he's getting ready to sign soon. So Pastor Alex and Pastor Laddie, I think they're about to enter into some serious money, you know. I think they said that John D may sign for like 3k, 4k a week. That's, well, that's not serious money. It's a star. It's a star, I guess. Do you know what I mean? So um, they're doing their work here. They're doing very well. And uh, just know it's Monday, so you better just make sure you've got something you're doing. You're making some kind of impact, etc, etc. Can you open the gate, please, for the post Just press it one. Why do you? Why are you so panicky? Yes, Can you just give me the thing? And I was like, up, you're so panicky, bro. Like Nana is so shaky, man. I think, I, I think if I just say Nana go do this, it's like he's just shaking and doing things, man. Yeah. So just make sure that you're, make sure that you're, you're getting some wins done this today. Today is the day for the wins. Make sure you're getting those wins done. Yeah push yourself, you're that person, you're that guy, you've got to think that way and then ponder on those things, ponder on those things that you felt, you think it's just a passing. You know, it, it gets put in someone's heart to, to, to start a studio, and you think it's a joke. You don't know what can happen from that. Yeah, just start a studio, and it's just imprinted in someone's heart. Okay. You know what? The journey to starting that studio will shock you. Yeah, the journey to start that studio will shock you. Where are Hope Dealers? Where are the Hope Dealers? Are they still around? I believe that after COVID, we should have like an album from Hope Dealers. They've had the whole three months. We wonder what's been going on for three months. Yeah, for f- three months of COVID, I think what should they should have done? I'm sure they did this for the whole of COVID. They were just writing um, lockdown songs songs about lockdown songs and then they released a lockdown album that would have been so creative, right? They should have released a lockdown album and said, hey, this is to get people through the lockdown three three tracks three tracks about, three tracks about being trapped right? I, mean, I know they, they must have done that come on, they must have done that huh huh, those hope dealers we're sure they handled it Young Bain already did that, yeah they can. they're going to do their one, they're going to release it, I think PK said it's next week is releasing it, <laughs> so just make sure that you've got whatever you're doing today, your focus is on that, okay, make sure, um, congratulations to Bami, Bami congratulations to you starting your internship, attending in Nigeria released a lockdown EP, yeah, I think people should have done things like that, though. Bookie. Bookie, all the way in Nigeria. Love you, Bookie. You're doing amazing there. Keep pushing. Um, remember, guys, to reach out to Bookie, though. Remember to reach out to Bookie. I think Bookie's become my my, my Nigerian researcher. So I call her and I say, okay, what's going on there? What's the, what are people behaving towards this, da, 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 da. So I'm working on, I'm myself and Pastor Bookie, i working on a blockchain insurance Nigeria actually there we go let me just say that myself pastor bookie Madi, minister Madi, we're working on a blockchain insurance and that's also minister lola as well lola Madi, bookie myself we're working on a blockchain insurance product for nigeria so um, well i'm meant to have a call i've been trying to call bookie though but she's been busy but i wanted her to start the research for that um, so that we can start getting ready for maybe the next 12-24 months long-term projects are good have them it's always good to have a long-term project something that is like really huge and you know you can't tackle it like in like few weeks but it's like a big big project it's good to have those things imagine Maddie in Nigeria yeah she'd love it yeah, so, so be, it is, there is like a 24-36 to 36 month project yeah, every Oibo person likes sunny place though, so I think Madi would love Nigeria. So have those things. It's good to have big projects and big things that you you got in your mind. It's good, and if you don't have them, that's also okay. for For the um for the doctors, I'm thinking doctors should be like working on. I think Doctor Abraham is working on those things, but you should be working on some kind of um, high tech medical something, some kind of research, you know. I think it's very important we push our minds on those things so that when you're hearing the word, you have something you're pondering on, message, kingdom. That's how I want to leave you guys this morning. Uh, if there's any question though, you feel free to ask me questions this morning. If there's anything that you've been thinking through throughout the lockdown, as the lockdown is being lifted, I believe by next month, we're all fully back at work. We're all fully back outside. Everything is back to normal. But if there's any question that you had, please start rolling your questions through. I'll wait for a few seconds before I leave. Yeah, so I'm, I'm good on time. I'm ending right at 11. Uh, I'll wait for a few seconds before I leave. Uh, if there's any question you guys want to ask me this morning... Uh, and it can be questions on Pulse as well, it can be questions on giving, it can be questioned on anything because we've not been meeting and seeing each other. It can be questioned on absolutely anything to do with our ministry work and what we're doing. Um, it could be question on the Heartbeat Fund. Um, the Heartbeat Fund is is obviously our given office per se, but it's our work to the community, what we're doing with the community. and. We're gonna be a bit more active, but I'm waiting for, to have that meeting with the media team. I think we rescheduled for this week. And what I'll be doing is meeting every department um, one by one, so that I can spend a lot of time with each department. Pastor K asked me, "Sir, what we, doing? what's Paul's church doing?" Calm down. I need to meet with every department and give every department instructions and hear from them also. Because I believe you guys are mature now, a little bit more mature, so I can listen to you guys to say, right, so we want to do this, this, this for our team, da da, 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 Yeah, so I'll be sitting with the administrators, sitting with the, all the choir, all those kind of groups like that, making sure that we actually have a, a stable operation and a creative um, operation going forward, okay? So that is actually one of them. that's my agenda and from now, will Paul's church have a financial thinkers tank sir? Paul's church will have a financial thinkers tank, it's called the Heartbeat Fund and uh, the Heartbeat Fund is more or less the financial thinkers tank um, we're meant to be meeting I believe this week because this might be our last week or is, is it next week? The last week towards giving is when we meet anyway. Um, and what that think tank does is it researches young people and businesses to give back to and also it thinks about strategies to get people into employment. It also thinks about businesses that we should invest in in order to drive income into the Pulse community. And also, last but obviously the most important, it speaks about our contribution to the the Nation Family Office or the Givers Club or whatever Time that you would want to call it so yes there is that team already if you want to be a part of that team though maybe we can create a subscribers list at the moment it's a very small team of people that i can rely on to say hey we need to do this we need to do that and they're kind of always on board so whenever you're building something guys you can't build with people who don't respect to follow you. It's going to be very difficult, right? Because you're going to be like, hey, let's go this way. And everyone's like, no, 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 let's go that way. Okay, so, you know, I start, whenever I start building something as I've been taught already, you know, you start with a very small team and then you, you start to work out. Yeah, so don't start with huge teams. You don't just, you don't start building something and then you add like 30 people, 25 people into your group. You start very small. Um, the Pulse Leadership Team that we have now—I believe there's like twenty something odd of you guys there, represented by all the leaders of the of the families, um, no, the leaders of the um, the houses. Uh, but that that group was very small in the beginning. It was actually a very small group in the beginning, um, but now it's grown out and it's got a lot of people like Pastor Wesley, people like Pastor James are in the Pulse Leadership Group. So whenever you're building something, you start small. And then you scale out a little bit once you start seeing okay, right, more people are understanding the agenda behind. So build with those who are ready to follow. Um, I just said that in passing. But, yeah, eventually we roll out the thinker's tank to everybody. But it's a... Sm-